You're listening to Khan Podcasts. You're listening to the English language news of Khan, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Good afternoon. It's 2 p.m. in Israel, Tuesday, July the 26th, 2022. This is Nomi Segal with the top news at this hour. Israel-Russia tensions. The Kremlin spokesman says that the legal issues surrounding the activities of the Jewish agency in Russia has nothing to do with ties between the countries and there is no need to politicize the issue. In a similar vein, the Russian Foreign Ministry spokesperson said earlier today that Moscow's Justice Ministry will make the decision regarding the activities of the Jewish agency in the country and described the matter as a legal issue. The spokesperson also called Israel's stance on Russia in recent months unconstructive. The spokesperson criticized Israeli authorities' support for Ukraine and termed comments on the matter completely biased. According to the official, Israel's statements supporting the regime in Kiev and not the Ukrainian people are consistent with what she called the strange and wild voice of the West and raise questions. Israel's foreign ministry earlier announced that it is expanding its humanitarian assistance to Ukraine despite the tensions with Russia. The ministry said it would transfer funds to nine civilian assistance organizations operating in Ukraine. The foreign ministry said there's no connection between Israel's aid efforts in Ukraine and ties with Russia. Turning to the Hezbollah leader's veiled threats to attack Israel's offshore gas and oil reserves, Reserve Major General Tamir Heyman, a former head of IDF intelligence, says Hezbollah's threats should be taken seriously, but the group's leader, Sheikh Hassan Nasrallah, does not necessarily intend to act on every threat he voices. According to Heyman, Nasrallah is looking for a comfortable area of friction without full-on war and thinks Israel will not respond to the launch of intelligence-gathering drones. It is not clear that he is right. It is possible Israel would have to respond to such provocations in order to prevent a deterioration of the situation if Nasrallah's self-confidence grows, Heyman told Khan. He added that Nasrallah is using the natural gas issue in order to repel criticism in Lebanon of Hezbollah, an armed militia in the service of Iran. IDF forces operating in the Palestinian village of Karawat Bani Hassan overnight demolished the homes of the two terrorists who carried out a shooting attack in Ariel some three months ago, in which an Israeli security guard was killed. During the operation, hundreds of Palestinians rioted in the village, throwing explosive devices and setting off firecrackers at the security forces who responded with crowd dispersal means. There were no Israeli casualties. Israeli security forces operating in Judea and Samaria overnight arrested 10 people wanted for terrorist activity. The Government Commission of Inquiry into the Golboa jailbreak has begun its second phase of deliberations after sending letters of warning to four senior officials in the prison services. The first to testify was the jail commander, Freddie ben the commander of the Northern District, the deputy commander, and the prison services commissioner, Katie Perry are due to be summoned in the coming two weeks. The committee is probing the escape from the jail some 10 months ago of six security prisoners. They were later all rearrested following a large search operation. In economic news, the head of the Histadrut, Arnon Bar David, has called for a consumer boycott of companies that raise prices disproportionately. He was speaking at a federation leadership meeting. 
Meanwhile, the Workers' Committee at Bankapola Lim has announced that all branches of the bank will be on strike tomorrow morning until 11 a.m., this in protest over work conditions. During the period of the strike, there will also be no telephone services provided. Monkeypox, a shipment of some 5,000 doses of vaccine against the virus, are expected is expected to arrive in Israel today and be transferred to the health funds to begin the vaccination campaign. To date, 121 cases have been confirmed in Israel, all men. A development in the investigation into the disappearance of Haredi Orthodox youth Moishi Kleinerman, the 16-year-old resident of Modi'in Elite, was last seen some four months ago in the area of Meron. A gag order has been imposed on details of the development and the entire probe. Author and translator Ori Orlev has died at the age of 93. Orlev wrote some 40 books, mostly for children and youth. Many dealt with his childhood during the Holocaust and his early years in Israel. They include Run, Boy, Run and The Island on Bird Street. He will be laid to rest on Thursday at Kibbutz Maleh Chamisha at 5.30 p.m. The weather outlook, slightly hot for the time of year in the hills and inland, hazy along the coast. Tomorrow the same. Thursday will be warmer with extreme heat conditions over most of the country. Friday, no significant change. The maximum temperatures in the main centers, Jerusalem 31, Tel Aviv 30, Haifa 28, Beersheba 36, and in a lot going up to 40 degrees Celsius. That's the news from Khan Reka, the Israeli Public Broadcasting Corporation. Join us at 8 p.m. Israel time for our one-hour news program. You can tune in at 101.3 FM, the Khan website, Spotify, and the Khan English Facebook page.